0: Spirit up for in the speed. Alpha step, Omega step, Kappa step, Sigma step, gangsters walk, pimps don't talk. Oh, heck, you know. that boy is raw. AKA step, Delta step, STO step. Ladies and gentlemen! Did you miss us? I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother Matt.
1: What up, doe? We back.
0: We back. And this is 15 Minute You. The Resort brothers, we are your Average Joe college football analysts. We're going to bring you a preview of this upcoming season, hopefully in 15 minutes. Before we get started with this episode, just some quick housekeeping. If you've been with us from the beginning, which truth be told hasn't been that long, you know you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 15minu. But you can now also find us on Twitter. Matt is at 15 minute you, one word, and I am at Evan underscore 15 15 menu, follow us, hit us up, send us articles. We've been shooting messages back and forth, getting pumped for this upcoming season. We'd love for you to join us.
1: Get in the conversation.
0: You got to be in the conversation to be in the conversation. I don't even know what that meant. But anyways, today's pod. As many of you know, I'm a huge fan of Reddit and contribute regularly to the college football subreddit. Shout out to those dudes and dudettes. I love them. Anyways, a few days ago, they had this really interesting thread titled, do you think your rivals' fans' expectations are too high or too low for this year? So we're going to take some of those responses and discuss them. Matt, you ready for some rivalries?
1: Rivals. Let's do it, baby.
0: Gotta love them. All right, first up, we have Florida fan Swap said, Florida State's fans have too high of expectations. He says they could be, and I quote, potentially legendary, but then goes on a rant about how... Essentially, they lost a the Heisman contending running back, they lost a ton of wide receivers, and their O-line and linebackers struggled last year. Matt, your thoughts on Florida State fans' expectations.
1: Can we talk about how that sentence doesn't agree with itself? Like, from the front half to the back half? You can't be potentially legendary and then, at the same time, lose half of your offense at the same time. But, semantics. Who cares? So, I gotta I got disagree with stop FSU's legit. Francois legit. Plus, Overall, the ACC is soft. You have a Clemson team that is down to Sean Watson. You have a North Carolina team that is without Trubisky. So who in the ACC challenges Florida State, even if they drop the Bama game, right? And even if they do lose to Bama, who is going to fault them for losing that game? No. Now, if they beat Bama, Florida State is in the driver's seat to win the natty. That's a big if, though. Well, okay. And like, uh, like Coach Saban said, why do we even play the games? True.
0: I mean, hey, there's a reason we play I think Florida State is going to be very good this year. But, man, I have to say, I don't think being very good necessarily translates to success. As you said, they have what? to play Alabama. They have to, They also have to play at Clemson and at Florida. And not to mention, Louisville's in their conference. Those could be four losses. I'm not saying they'll lose them all. I, In fact, I don't think they will, but I'm confident they will not win all four of those games. I agree with Swap. I believe you mispronounced his name earlier, by the way. Stwop. They lost a lot of offensive firepower.
1: S-T-A-W-W-P. Stwop. S-T-A-W-W-P.
0: Get the guy's name right.
1: Dude, you get it right. It's Stwop. Oh, Where the fuck. Go.
0: <laughs> they might reload, but we can't necessarily bank on that. You know what I mean? Until I see it, I can't confirm that they're going to reload. With that in mind, I think their expectations are too high. Again, I think they'll be good. I think they'll likely make the ACC playoffs, but I do not think they'll be in the college football playoffs, which is where their expectations are.
1: Who comes out of the ACC if it's not Florida State?
0: I think this is Louisville's year, man. Oh, my
1: God. No, no. I don't trust Bobby Petrino to babysit my Goldfish. How do you trust him to win the ACC? Are you kidding me?
0: Dude, they got to do it one of these years.
1: They no, they don't. Do I
0: think this is the year, man.
1: Nah, man.
0: Lamar Jackson. I just got faith. He's going to get it done. This is exactly what everyone said about Deshaun Watson last year. It's just it's Lamar Jackson's year this year.
1: Because you got to have faith. All right. Let's hey, talk Auburn.
0: All right. Second rivalry. Bama fan. Rebalding. Sin Cause a, apologies if I mispronounced that, You definitely perhaps with that. the best answer, no human being can predict Auburn. Matt,
1: Dude. can a human
0: being predict Auburn?
1: Preach though, preach. Following year one of Gus, Gus Malzahn, I was big on the Auburn's about to build a decade of dominance, uh, but it just didn't really pan out in that way, and they, you know, pretty standard SEC team, come in, very high, hot expectations, can't follow through. You know, last year, Jeremy Johnson was supposed to be the next Cam Newton. They followed that up with a solid 8-5 and five season, losing to Texas A&M and Georgia, both questionable losses. Going into the 2017 season, what do we got? We got big expectations. We got a new quarterback that we want to hype and Jarrett Stidham. Now, I think Stidham is better than Johnson, and a lot of people are about Stidham and about the hype. I'm not going to say that that's wrong, but can we just acknowledge that he's had three Three starts, three great starts, but but just three. And my dude's got to play about 12 or 13 games this year. So I can't predict them. Couldn't say. They could be great. They could be very mediocre.
0: Well, I think a human can predict Auburn. And I got to say, Matt, I don't think the signs are looking very good for the title. <laughs> for starters, the schedule looks like murder. Week two at Clemson. Then in the second half of the season, in a row, they play at LSU, at Arkansas, at AM, and then home for Georgia. Oh, yeah, and there's always the Iron Bowl against Bama. If they have four losses this season total, I think that'd be a miracle. But I I, I don't think it's a stretch of the imagination to say they're going to have six. I do not think Auburn's going to have a good season. Okay, okay rib- next rivalry. We got OSU fan Stoic Scribbler says, Most University of Michigan fans I've talked to expect to lose three to four games, which I think is about right. I don't think they'll do worse than four, but they have the potential to only lose two. Matt, where are you at on the boys in blue?
1: So, at the boys in blue, I could see that amount of losses. If you're asking me to predict, like, where am I at? Michigan's a playoff team this year. Playoff team, period. Preach. They have the toughest schedule in the Big Ten. Non-conference schedule, not a joke at all. We got Florida, Cincinnati, Air Force. None of those are gimmies. Then you play Penn State and Wisconsin on the road going to Camp Randall the week before playing Ohio State at home. Okay, fine. What's coming out of Ann Arbor in terms of defense looks excellent. Rashawn Gary looks like an animal. <laughs> to me, the biggest question mark still is that quarterback. We haven't heard. It seems like Wilton Speed is the leader right now. And is Speed played steady last year. But let's not forget. You know, I was rewatching the highlights of the Ohio State game the other night. He throws two picks in the first half, one for a pick six. Like that's the ball game. That pick six doesn't happen. Michigan wins, and they, with yeah. that, they dictated tempo for most of the game. So, for Michigan to be a playoff team, they need to see improved quarterback play. Now, we get the Wilton Speed that's going to throw two picks in the Ohio State game. They could lose that game. Then you could definitely lose one or both. You know, of the road games at State College or at Camp Randall. I do. I'm going to put a little faith in Wilton. I'm going to put a little faith in Jimmy and say Michigan's a playoff team. Three or four losses, not going to happen.
0: Yeah, dude, this is where I get real nervous as well. My heart also says this is Jimmy's year for the playoffs, but my brain is like, man, the Big Ten is going to be just as competitive as last year. As I said earlier, I think being good does not necessarily mean you're successful. You can lose a lot of close games.
1: Wisconsin last year. So
0: exactly. So I think we're going to um, be good for sure. There's no doubt. Not going to lie, I think our first game just got a huge boost thanks to those Gators buying shit in the bookstore and then reselling it. <laughs> Not saying like we were going to or we're going to crush them, but that that's definitely a boost. But I think as you said, playing at Happy Valley and at Camp Randall isn't going to be fun. And they also probably aren't having wild about having two road games before OSU. Another issue again with the whole being good versus success issue. Wisconsin and Ohio State also have much easier schedules, so Michigan really can't drop any games because most likely Ohio State and Wisconsin are going be are not going to drop any, might be undefeated by the end of the season.
1: Well, except that everybody plays each other, right? So Michigan drops one to Penn State, but it beats Wisconsin and Ohio State head-to-head, then you have one loss, one loss, one loss records, Michigan can get the edge in beating them head-to-head. True.
0: Wisconsin does not play Ohio State and Penn State.
1: Yeah, but they play Michigan. Oh, I see what you're saying. I so they just saying. have to win that. Michigan needs to win that game. Yeah, you know how I feel about picking road teams in October. That game at Beaver Stadium is in October. That makes me anxious. Exactly,
0: exactly. Um, but thinking about last year, the, I think the biggest loss is Peppers, obviously, followed by Njuku. Uh, I think both those guys were great. Contributed a lot. But I don't think there are any games where you're like, yes, both those guys, like without them, Michigan definitely loses. Like they won.
1: Agreed. Peppers,
0: right, he was not Charles Woodson. So I don't I – don't, Looking at our roster, I'm not I'm not seeing why we can't do what we did last year at a minimum, which is ten and two. So I think our goal or best option is eleven and one. I really don't see us three games. I would be surprised. I think uh, worst case ten and two.
1: Here's the other thing that like I just thought of now though, in that Alabama really is the only team that's allowed to like not have a quarterback, but you could still rank them number one. Right? Yes. Like, we won't take Clemson. We won't take, you know, Michigan we're thinking iffy about in that, like, because you don't have an established quarterback. But if you don't know the Alabama guy, people are like, yeah, it's normal, right? Yeah. Why are we not more frightened about Alabama in that Jalen Hurts was good last year, he's coming back, and they have both Scarborough back?
0: Who said they weren't frightened of Alabama? Not not me. Not me.
1: What have you read that's, like, hyped enough? What's the line on the Florida State-Alabama game?
0: I don't know off the top of my head.
1: Alright, start to has to be favored. Yeah, we'll see by how much. What's up next?
0: So our next rivalry is a great comment from a Wisconsin fan, E Zero Kibis. Looks like capital I, Capital I Zero, Y K I B S. Sorry man, I don't even know how to say that. Anyways, he said the quadrangle of hate is going to cannibalize itself and Northwestern is gonna end up winning The Big Ten West. For those of you who don't know, if you draw a line connecting the campuses of Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, a.k.a. majority of the Big Ten West, it makes a quadrangle. Hence, the quadrangle of hate. I have to admit, I did double-check this on a map. Checks out.
1: Who says we don't do math on 15 Minute U?
0: Preach, though. Preach. So, this prediction caught high, mainly because of the geometry. Um, (laughs) I I think NU... Northwestern, that is, showed some greatness at times last year, but then they also did some really dumb shit, like lose to Illinois State. Unfortunately for Wildcat fans, of the teams in this prophecy, I think Wisconsin, which is the best team, also has probably the easiest schedule, at worst the second easiest schedule, and returns the most talent. Minnesota um, is returning a ton as well, and despite the fact that we worship P.J. Fleck, I just don't think he's going to run the table in his first year. Thus, I just think Wisconsin's going to dominate. The quadrangle will not cannibalize itself. Wisconsin will come out on top. That said, NU, they're going to win some games. They might even spoil someone's season, but I don't expect them to win the West. 5 I'm predicting five losses, one of them being against a shitty team they should have won.
1: I got to agree. I think Big Ten West is actually more competitive than people think. If we're putting money down and we're making hard predictions, you got to go Wisconsin. I think if we look at the next 5 years, I definitely believe in Pat Fitzgerald and I believe in PJ Fleck. So, let's French. say in 5 years, Minnesota will take one Big 10 West title, Northwestern will take one Big 10 West title, Wisconsin will take the other 3. That's kind of how I see that. I I, playing can see out that. I think that's reasonable in these programs, right? And like like you said, like Northwestern and Minnesota are kind of going to win some games that that people aren't going to expect, and they're going to nip here and there. Wisconsin's just a, it's a blue-chip program. And, you know, they, they got the pedigree and the experience and the depth that Northwestern and Minnesota, at this point, just can't match. And so that that's what's going to allow them to overpower. I would definitely take Wisconsin in the Big Ten West this year.
0: Okay, final rivalry. Tennessee fan Giovanni Elliston said about Georgia fans, quote, they're insane. They're a year away <laughs> from being true contenders and they're insane for thinking they've got a legit shot at nine plus wins this year. I wholeheartedly think they'll finish with seven to eight wins, and smart is gonna have to deal with some antsy fans who expected him to be mini saban and aren't happy it's taking more than twenty months to do it. end quote Matthew you're
1: too baby right. I mean, this is, again, another prediction where the first half of it doesn't agree with the second half of it. I don't know yep. how you can be a 7-8 and eight team, but you're a year away from being a true contender. Look at any of the teams that I would predict or anybody else would predict are going to be in the college football playoff last year. Nobody was 8-7 and seven coming into this year. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's taking yeah. eight, a 7-8 and eight team into the playoff. So, I don't know. I feel like this Tennessee fan is upset about something. I don't know what it is, but he's taking it out on Georgia. Georgia's in the Big Ten. Excuse me. Georgia is in the SEC East, one of the weaker divisions in all of college football. Florida, unknown quarterback, six suspended players. Tennessee, this guy's got an axe to grind, also an unknown quarterback. South Carolina. I mean, who else is going to come to the SEC East?
0: Well, to your point, real quick, I think... College football is more forgiving about unknown quarterbacks going into the season than, say, the NFL. There have been quarterbacks to come out of nowhere and surprise people.
1: Give me an example.
0: Jalen Hurts.
1: Okay, but we knew because he's a freshman, dude.
0: It's possible, is all I'm saying.
1: Okay, it's possible. Well,
0: speed, speed, relatively right. out of nowhere. No one thought but, he was be but, as good, but
1: but not that good.
0: I'm not saying he's that good. I'm just saying no one thought he's gonna be as good
1: as he was. Yeah, you would put all of those guys, like I would, you would put McSorley and Barkley and Barrett, like all ahead of speed. Correct. But
0: you got McSorley?
1: Yeah. Did you watch I'm, the Rose I'm Bowl? I'm Did you watch though. the Rose I'm Bowl?
0: Down with
1: I would put <laughs> Darnold and McSorley Wait, like people are all on uh Darnold's piece like he's gonna win the Heisman. McSorley played Maybe a half-step lower than him?
0: Uh, We'll see. We'll see. My thought on this, Ryan, maybe I'm – I like Coach Mark, so maybe I'm letting that get in the way of this. But five losses seems too many for me. Last year I felt their D outperformed their offense. Like their offense kept not scoring, going three and out, Mm turning the ball over, Mm -hmm. um, putting pressure on the defense, and then eventually it just cracked. But Eason's back at QB. Two of their leading rushers are back. Two of the top three receivers are back. The O-line has a lot of experience. To me, that just – doesn't add up to four to five game losses. I don't think they're you know beating Alabama by 20 points in the SEC championship. But do I think they have a shot at nine wins? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Agree. Can they win the SEC East?
0: Yes. I mean, especially just consider anyone I, anyone can win that. I think.
1: Preach, preach, homie. It's weak. All right, folks, you've spent another 15 minutes listening to 15 minute you. We are officially six days away from kickoff. Saturday, August 26th, we will kick off the college football season. We cannot wait to share that and spend that with you. Thank you so much for turning in. We are incredibly excited to start Season 2 of 15-Minute U. Remember, you can find us on iTunes or wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at 15-Minute U and on Twitter. We'd love and promise to share your input and questions about college football. Six days, people. Let's get it. Thank you. Remember, folks, don't pick them like my brother.
0: And don't pick them like my brother. Step, walk, pimp's talk. Oh, out out. Out. Anyone
1: oh, who's anyway. included.
0: I'm a, I'm a this I'm make sure these skins never, ever, never come back I told them I school and I started my own business. They say, oh, you graduated.